Welcome to Reads and Weeds. Welcome back. Thank you. Nathan. I'm Nathan's here again. practically a series regular yeah. at this point. This is like number four or five. Yeah. Really nice. If and everybody else is new. Lost, count the last episode. It's five, I think. Yeah. Well, the lost episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the There's only a whole lost subculture episode. built around it. So Ooh. there's fan fiction <laughs> regarding it. Ooh. Our lawyers are hashing it out. There's a picket line. None of that's true. Indiana Jones uh, is <laughs> Indiana Jones <laughs> is involved now, which you know that's next level. Um, this is Shelley Smith, and this is uh, episode late 20s. We'll yeah. let you know when it comes out of Reads and Weeds, where we talk about books and we read out loud and we talk about cannabis and... And we have a great and time. We weed out loud. And yeah. we weed out loud. Oh, I can't believe we've never said that. That should have been the very first thing we ever said on the show. So I'm super duper excited. Um, I had all these shows planned out. And then the last show that Nathan and I did together when we did Dog Sees God. And we realized how fun that was to reenact that. And we got some of that cast together. And Nathan knows... And participated in a two-hour hot girl Hamlet <laughs> in 2016 at the Carriage House Theater in Ann Arbor. And we were able to get four cast members from Hot Girl Hamlet. Three. Um, I wasn't one of the cast members. Oh, you just so got up the script. Scratch that. <laughs> False. Scratch that. Because he is not a hot girl. <laughs> he is not. No offense. No, none taken. I'm sure you could whip something up and be adorable. I mean, but there just are, there for are this photos show. of me on, in drag on Facebook. Check them out. I was going to say, I've good. seen Nathan as a hot girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, I just wasn't a hot girl in that place. Okay, okay. Well, now we've got our story straight. Um, I have three new people on the show. Yay. So introduce yourself, Callie. Uh, hi, I'm I'm Callie Bustle. Uh, I was the voice interjecting while you were speaking. I'm sorry. Um, You're welcome. Do I, what to. do I say? Um, I don't know what. Uh, who did you play in Hot Girl Hamlet? Who did you? Oh, play that in would Hot be a good place to start. Yeah. Um, I played Ophelia, and I also played Osric. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if I recall correctly, he was kind of Midwestern and a little. Or maybe yeah, not. He I, had a weird I, accent. I think he was, was Uper. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah there we go, Hamlet. yep. Um, in, in Hamlet? Mm-hmm. He was a Uper in Hamlet? Oh, yeah, not only you was it... You guys can ha- tell me about that. Not only was it all female and two hours long, um, but it was also set in the 1920s. 20s. 20s. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. much. It's already so much. <laughs> and then we threw a whole big twist on it. Holy shit. Are we going to do that version today? Or should um, we mix it up? Should we mix it up? Well, I don't know if Osric's going to make an appearance. Is oh, okay. Well, hey. <laughs> it so long, I don't know if I, I could You guys could be making up the Osric character right now just to fuck with me, and I wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, Osric. I've heard yeah, of him. Yeah, there's this character called Osric. <laughs> yeah. He's in Hamlet. Yeah, Osric is that he's, he's a married very... to Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> he's a 
there are brothers that are married. Yeah, he's a very minor character, but Callie made him so memorable because she had this whole accent and like. Actually, so I am the person responsible for cutting the script from, you know, however long it is to two hours. Yeah. Um, because I really love doing that side note. I, so I tell me really this. Like, what do you, so when you look at Shakespeare and the importance of, you know, the language of Shakespeare is everything and how do you feel? Like what gives you the confidence to go, oh, this is the part that doesn't matter? Yeah. Like, um, how do you do that? I will, uh, let me, let me think about that. Obviously, you have a way with words. I do. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so... Shakespeare repeats himself so much. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to toot my own horn, I have done and read enough Shakespeare, and I'm just a, you know, a well-read enough person that I get a lot of what is said, which is one of the main, you know, obstacles to Shakespeare. Right. And when I don't know what it means, there's a website called No Fear Shakespeare and you just oh, go wow. there and you just look it up. Hashtag and if you no still don't know, you look up something on the Google, you know, you got the internet, whatever. Sure, sure. Um, on the Google machines. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to be looking up every other word, so, you know. Right, um, right. Right. To a certain extent, Shakespeare's I hate to say it, kind of like a daytime soap opera because mm-hmm. he's Back then, he would be performing for a bunch of people who are uh, may or may not be paying attention, shall right. we say. Right. So wait, wait. As you're talking, yourself, I want to oh, introduce sure. yourself. Sorry. <laughs> Beth is talking. She's making this an amazing point. Yeah. So yes. introduce yourself uh, I, sorry. and then continue that I, liturgy. My name is uh, Beth Dewey. I played Claudius, the big baddie in... Uh, in two-hour hot girl Hamlet and his twin brother, uh, the ghost of Hamlet's father. Um, Big Baddie is Claudius's like MC DJ. (laughs) (laughs) Really good too, hot shows. He was wearing a pretty awesome suit. He was, and and a hat, which Mm. was like my crown. But um, so Shakespeare had had all these groundlings, all these people just standing around, kind of waiting for lunch, waiting to be entertained and in the Globe Theater, and they would, it was more of a, sometimes they'd be paying attention, sometimes they wouldn't. So he would repeat himself a lot. Oh. Uh, just like a daytime soap opera. They won't want you to be able to say, to miss lose an epi- track. To oh, miss an right. episode and still be able to come back and understand right. where all the characters are and what's going on. So you end up with a lot of he may make a penis joke and he's going to make that same penis joke 17 times. Right. And what he does is he's like, so, so it's like this, all the other podcasts that I'm on. This thing, Yeah. But it's like this like thing that's, that's happening right joke. in front of me. It reminds me of a penis and penises. You know what they do? They do this. And you know, the way that they do that is a lot like this. And that is another way that penises go. And at no point are that the thing that's happening in the scene has nothing to do with the penis, but he's making a comparison and then just expounding upon that comparison over and over and over. And right. I mean, I want when I'm editing down Shakespeare, I want the penis joke to be there, but it can happen in a tenth. I literally. want the penis joke to be there. <laughs> we all do. We all do. I'm, I'm not too good to say that I don't want us to get to a culture where just nobody tells dick jokes anymore. Mm. I think that's the wrong direction. Yeah. Right? I, I can see edited it always the right direction. <laughs> direction. Side you note, know. Yeah. in my incredibly, <laughs> uh, in my day job, which is 
working in a law firm and incredibly staid. So many and, dick jokes there. And <laughs> boring. No, I swear the entire day yesterday was centered around this one guy who wrote a letter, to, uh, an attorney who wrote a letter to an attorney in another branch of our firm mm -hmm. and told him to eat a bowl of dicks. And the oh. entire, the entire oh, yes. day yes. <laughs> was about the phrase, eat a bowl of dicks. Wow. <laughs> it's just is. because it creates an immediate picture, like cereal almost, like, like dick cereal. <laughs> And then it gets grosser because they called me in high school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm so Welcome sorry. back from break, Dick Cereal. <laughs> Don't call me that. I'm going to see the counselor. <laughs> it sounds like an episode of Sex Education. Oh, I should play that clip here in a minute. Okay, um, Heather, introduce yourself. I'm Heather, and I played Gertrude, who was Hamlet's mother and who was married to Hamlet's father and is now married to Claudius. So technically she married me twice. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is a soap opera. Yes. It is totally a soap it. opera. Yes. And, and there was a lot of you... double casting because we had, what, seven, nine women nine. wearing me the same dress? But yeah. And um, so were you like... 12 in the first scene, and then the second scene, you were like 27 and married, but Claudius was still the same age. Just no, like a but, soap but, opera. By the time the show starts, first first Hamlet, elder Hamlet, mm -hmm. the, the her first husband is already dead. Yeah, my first husband's dead. I've already married. Oh, hey, can we do this? this can we do this? Um, so I wanted to ask you guys, because, you know, if you grow up and you're a theater kid or your parents are a certain way or you get exposed to a show or something early on, maybe a Shakespeare festival happens in your ha in your town or something, you might know a lot about Shakespeare, but there's a gigantic majority of people who encounter it bitterly at some point in their life and forget <laughs> about it forever and ever and ever. But other people who are just obsessed, you know, they can always want to go to Shakespeare, redo it. And no matter how you feel about it, uh, it's got some serious staying power. <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. Shakespeare is like the longest running hit in the world. So I want to ask you guys, like, what attracted you to it and how old you were and what was it that kept you in? Was it immediate? Was it learning the language? What was it? Somebody jump in. I feel like, okay, I came upon Shakespeare as a ninth grader when we read Romeo and Juliet. Mm -hmm. um, and... I when before I walked in there, I never really like knew the story of Romeo and Juliet. I just knew they were star star-crossed lovers, and I have always been like the definition of a romantic. So mm -hmm. I was like, "Oh, such a beautiful story," and, <laughs> and then I read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, like, boy, this this went hot really fast. Yeah. I mean, they met yesterday, and now all yes. hell is breaking loose. <laughs> I actually had a substitute teacher come in while we were doing that lesson plan, and it, I remember it so dramatically in my 14-year-old brain that this teacher walked in and like slammed down a book and wrote a word on the right on the whiteboard. She wrote limerence. Do you guys know what limerence means? No. Or what it is? No. no. Okay, so limerence is like the 
scientific term for the honeymoon phase. Mm -hmm. And so then she gave this whole lesson about limerence and the honeymoon phase and how Romeo and Juliet were never actually in love. And to a a 14 year old, this was a huge deal. Of course. Because Juliet was 14, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. She Um, knows what she's doing. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Because I knew what I was doing. She should be trusted with big decisions for sure. Yeah. 100%. (laughs) But yeah, so she wrote limerence and gave this whole lesson. And I left the classroom that day being enraged. I was like, how does this woman come in and say that the greatest love story of all time isn't actually love and blah, blah, blah. I can picture 14 year old Kelly right now. I was was so mad. It was a lot like this, Kelly. But I bet I, they would know each other and oh, hang out. Probably. <laughs> uh, maybe not. I think 14-year-old Callie would be like, who have you become? And I would be like, a much better version of you, my friend. <laughs> but 14-year-old Callie would be mad about it. Yeah. But yeah, then in four years later, I wrote a paper um, in my English class about the difference between love and limerence. And I wrote nice. about how Romeo and Juliet weren't actually love. It was limerence <gasps> and how um, Wuthering Heights, as dysfunctional as I'm sorry, dysfunctional as those two characters were, that was real love. They had a chance to like love one another for all of the crazy things that they were. And yeah. anyway, that's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> yeah, but it's a, but what, what's interesting. Okay, so I, I have an opportunity to play this little clip. So earlier today, we and Nathan and I were just talking about this TV show called Sex Education, so which great. is so great. It's so funny. If you've never heard of it, it's watch it. It's amazing. And I'm thinking about doing this show and there's this, a swimmer who doesn't really want to swim anymore and he's and he's trying to find something else to do and so he's auditioning for Romeo and Juliet and he gets a tutor um, because he like just thinks it's dumb you know he thinks it's dumb so this is a little bit about language I hope you can hear this let's see if I can make it work Oh yeah, well that's it's a super great show. Watch the show. Watch the show. Okay, it's the the premise. You have to buy into the premise right away, even though it's completely ridiculous, and just go with it. You know, like it just go with it. But so what I loved is they make it this really simple thing. Like he's like, I don't get it, and she says it's poetry and it's got rhythm. It's not just a sentence that you read. So. From any of you, and then we're going to, so let's talk about this and then let's read a scene. So when you first learned how to do Shakespeare, did you sort of just get it or did you, um, actually, why don't you talk about it? Cause we haven't introduced you yet. Well, <laughs> so, you did. Oh, we did. We got to everybody. Okay. And we didn't because we Heather already, has already not been said here. much. Okay. Well then you, you can talk about it. Angel. When you first started learning how to read Shakespeare, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty simple direction, but I got it. You know, it's like, it's rhythm, it's poetry. Think about someone you love, get, understand the meaning. So 
How did you come upon understanding how to perform Shakespeare by reading it? Okay, so this is making a big assumption that I understand how to perform this. (laughs) 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 And uh, I don't know if that's a safe assumption to make, but that doesn't mean I haven't done it. Uh, So I guess I I never had any, I, I really didn't, study acting growing up. I've studied very little acting. <laughs> so I didn't come to this with a big background in having studied Shakespeare. Um, and I had never played, done any Shakespeare performance before this show mm-hmm. at all. So um, I, I guess for me, it, it's the same as any role that I have done acting. What I did do growing up a lot is dance. And I actually kind of think of it the same as with dance. Um, I, I'm kind of just trying to figure out what's the story that's going on underneath it and then if I can be telling myself that story in my head Mm -hmm. while I'm saying Mm -hmm. the words even if the words are not how I would say it then I have sort of the underlying sense of what the meaning of them is to me and that still seems like it comes through at least I hope it does yeah okay that's I guess what I would say about that yeah okay cool and so okay before we do the first scene who wants to give me just like Here's what Hamlet's about, in a nutshell. Can Lion I, King. Yes, it's, Lion it's King. the Lion King with a lot more people dying. <laughs> okay. Can I quickly piggyback off of what Heather was saying oh, for yeah. a second? So Get on that I pig. think that, yeah, the, <laughs> the idea that in Shakespeare you have to memorize the words that, are, that you're going to say, and you also have to memorize something else that you say in your head makes a lot of sense to me. Yes, and yeah. And I teach... Um, high school kids and every year there's a Shakespeare play with the entire 12th grade class and um, well I've only done it once but when I did Midsummer Night's Dream last year which is my favorite Shakespeare play um, I had to tell the kids a lot of like okay so say these words but think this sentence this is what it means approximately and it's Mm -hmm. got a similar rhythm Um, and I even had them like do the scene saying a different version. If I really needed them to like put the meaning in, I would yeah. have them say that line in regular English in a way that makes sense to them a couple of times and then go back and say it with the Shakespeare words and it would sound a lot better. And one of it. them, the best way that I could get this girl to do it, um, if you know, if it's from my stream, the, the scene with the four lovers in the woods, everyone's yelling at each other and Helena is especially like, all of you are, you know, plotting against me. Right, right. So I just told her to go up there and say, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> it was yeah. a risk, but it paid off. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's the only way I've ever been able to understand it is somebody said, because my, uh, yeah, I guess we did, no, what is, it wasn't the Tempest. What is, what is, um, the other Shakespeare play besides The Tempest and Hamlet. No, no, no. I'm thinking of what's the one with Bohemia and... Twelfth Night? F- That's Winter's no, Tale. Winter's oh, Tale. Winter's Tale. We did Winter's Tale in college. And one of the roles I paid, played was one of those like clown messenger types that mm-hmm. sort of tropes onto the stage. Like Osric. And, Osric. and yeah. gives a bunch of... Um, you know, exposition, like this war happened and now we're moving on and now the boy has become a man and blah, blah. And then you run in, it was this really weird, like uh, there wasn't, there was, wasn't much room on the right side stage. So if you were supposed to come running out, you had to start running on stage and it looked really <laughs> super awkward, right? Cause you could tell anyway. And then you said this line and we couldn't get it right. And my director was just like, you're just saying, man, I haven't seen you in a long time. That's all <laughs> That's you're all saying. saying. Yeah, exactly. Because we would try to say this word. He's like, all you're saying is, 
Wow, it's been a while. That's it. That's it. These words is what we're using. So I get it. Okay. That's what makes it easy to cut this down is because he'll say, wow, it's long. It's, it's been a long time since I saw you. The last time I saw you, the weather was like this and I felt like this. And, and this is why this is different right. than it was before. Right. Blah, 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 blah. We get it. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, Jim, did you see him coming up? Okay. Um, so... Uh, we never did the like. Here's what Hamlet's about, right? We never did that. No. Lion King. It's Lion King. <laughs> Lion King. Okay. Okay. So short, explain. Short yes. Version. Explain. So I would okay. immediately don't see the Lion King thing, but tell me. Okay. Put those things so, together for me. I can't wait. So, oh, you want me to put them together for you? Yeah. Okay. You've got a, a young man, prince of Denmark, loves his father to death, has been away at college while he's away at college he finds out that his father has not only died but that his mother has married his father's brother so in in the lion king mother married scar yeah (laughs) yes so right 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 in the lion king you see that father-son relationship blossoming and eventually scar kills mufasa Spoiler. You don't see any of that in the actual right, strip. Right. Uh, uh, <laughs> Nathan really wants to sing right now. <laughs> Just let it happen. Uh, so uh, I feel like... So, yes, do it. <laughs> Permission to sing granted to all parties. <laughs> hey, Jim. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> it's It's fun. So it's, a, it's a good song, too. <laughs> so at this point... Um, we get a little, we separate a little from the Lion King. Uh, Hamlet comes back. He's very sad. His, his dad is dead. And then he finds out literally from the ghost of his dad that Mm -hmm. not only is his dad did not die of natural causes, but that the guy who just married his mother killed him. Right. So... Basically, now Hamlet's out for blood, and mm-hmm. he isn't sure whether he wants to kill. He's been commanded by his father to kill Claudius, the the murderer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Hamlet's not sure if he wants to kill Claudius, if he wants to kill himself, if he, sh- if he should do anything. If he, but come when it comes right down to it, what he wants is. Claudia's dead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he decides that he's going to act like a crazy person in order to kind of spy on the household and figure out how he's going to get everything together. Meanwhile, Claudius decides to, is not quite sure of this whole Hamlet situation. And so he calls in two of Hamlet's buddies. Timon and Pumbaa, a.k.a. <laughs> Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Oh. Okay, but which one's which? Like, that's the Does real question. Does it really matter? <laughs> Wait a minute. Is, the is, this the, is this the... Rose, are they Rosencrantz and Guildenstern? They are Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Oh, I don't know why I forgot they were from Hamlet. <laughs> like There's I knew that movie knew, about them. I, well, I knew, th- I know, and I've seen it. I just, it's well, been they such don't a die. That's the difference. Right, right, right. Um, right. Because nobody dies except for Scar. Mufasa and Mufasa. Yeah. And Scar. Mufasa. Uh, um, 
<laughs> so he calls in these two buddies of him to be act as his spies. Uh, he even recruits his girlfriend, Ophelia, through mm-hmm. his girlfriend's father, Polonius, to kind of act as a spy. And eventually shit goes to hell. Um, and a lot of people die either at their own hand or Hamlet's hand right. or... Various other, you know what? It's also kind of Game of Thrones too. It is okay. Wait, it's Game of Thrones. Has anybody seen Sassy Gay Friend? Does anyone know about that? Yeah, you know about that. Did you see the episode that they did with Hamlet and Ophelia? I saw Romeo and Juliet. I don't think I saw Hamlet and Ophelia. There's a a, if the story of Ophelia is that she goes crazy because Hamlet kills her father and Mm -hmm, she mm -hmm. goes crazy and essentially kills herself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Although that's questionable, I still argue that that's questionable. I, that is a, a topic of discussion. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I want to read something. But first, I want to introduce um, Jim. Hi, Jim. Hi, everybody. Hey, Jim Dishara. What's Hello. up? Not too uh, much. Happy to be here. Yeah, so I know I've known Jim a real long time, but this is his first time on the show, and he's a theater dude, too. Yeah. <laughs> and getting ready to um, go to L.A. for a show in March. Is that right? Yep, March 25th. At the, what's the name of the... The Dresden Room. At the Dresden Room. Yeah, 1760 North Vermont Avenue, Los Yeah, Pilos, and what, tell, them, tell us what you're going to be doing. Um, I sing with a, a group there that's been playing for about 40 years, Marty and Elaine Roberts, uh-huh. and they're uh, a duo, the husband and wife. She's on piano, he's on drums, and I get up there and I do... You know, songs from the 30s and 40s and 50s and do some old jazz. It's a lot of fun. Nice. And nice. they're incredible people. We have, um, I think we're going to have a trumpet and a, and a, another uh, horn player. I'm forgetting the name of it. Trombone player. And that should be amazing. And yeah, that's Yay. happening March 25th if you're on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming, Thanks Jim. for having me. I'm glad to sit in we're here basically and watch you guys. T- this is like the tailgating Super Bowl pre-party because all these people, basically we're just getting ourselves fucking amped up for the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, this right is so now. filled with testosterone. It is. So, <laughs> I can feel it's it. It's almost really. aggressive in here. <laughs> I know. Like it I'm is. about to tag. Wait till you get to the show. It smells like a gym. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, um, oh, I have, well, I'm sure you have weed too but it's available for you oh it is wonderful yes thank yes, you absolutely okay i brought so some chocolate oh fantastic yeah, if anyone wants so that. um what are we going to uh read to set up this scene i would suggest we read uh the the well the packet that says act one on it um we don't have to read scene one but scene two is on the back of the second page because i made this shit short yeah. Um, so, Jim, just to catch you up, this is um, most of the cast of Two Hour Hot Girl Hamlet. Maybe that like was one third. Hello. Hello. Oh, yes, Wonderful. a third of the cast. And it was uh, Carriage House Theater in Ann Arbor in 2016. Okay. And so they're reassembling to do. Uh, and Nathan was the script editor for that show, and so he got this crew together. That's amazing. And also, there's snacks. That's wonderful. How long did you guys run for? Three weekends. Beautiful. Weeks. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Because they sold out of two. Bam. Bam. Yeah, it was just two weekends and then <laughs> right. we added Okay. One. Okay, right, so um, in this scene we have Claudius. Uh, the people who speak are Claudius, Laertes, Polonius, um, Queen Gertrude, and Hamlet. Um, so we, have so we don't two, actually two have people. enough people 
Uh, yeah, well, we Shelly could read for one. But do we have okay. more scripts? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Do you want to be I a hot girl, it. Jim? I just want to I, I just follow along. You want to be a hot girl? I'd be a you hot know girl. he does. Yeah. You know he does. Uh, sure. So uh, you could read Laertes' <gasps> one line or Polonius' one line. Oh, I love it. Uh, I like okay. the Polonius. I think that's... Do Polonius. And okay. uh, would you like to do Laertes, Shelly? Yeah. Where's Polonius? She oh. says with trepidation. Polonius it's is scene two, so you're... Page five. Okay, wonderful. All right, Are so we we're starting all the way here. To scene, through scene two? No, probably not. Okay. Okay, you can cut us. <laughs> Tell us. So I'm okay, Laertes, yeah. and who is Laertes? Tell me oh, what I'm doing. Oh, good question. So Laertes is the son, is the brother of Ophelia. Okay. The son of Polonius. Okay. And at this point, he's just like... Hey, King, can I go to France? That's all he does. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, King, can, can I go to France? Oh, wait. We got to wait for Callie to get back. She's in the toilet. <laughs> She's in the toilet. It's okay. It's okay. While we're waiting on that, um, Jim, I'm going to promo um, the February 20th. Michigan No Decriminalized Nature Ann Arbor fundraiser at the Lo-Fi Bar. 220, 2020 at oh. 220 South Main Street. Oh, shut up. Yes. Really? Yeah. It took a lot to get that. 220, 220. Oh, my gosh. 20, Are you guys starting at 220 in the afternoon and going till 220 a.m.? No, it would have been a little too much. <laughs> oh, it wouldn't. <laughs> it would have been just the right amount. But it is $20 to get in. Is it really? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Not that's a penny more. Pa- that's pretty. Pa- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it will if fuck only up the whole 20th thing. month. Well, we have um, we have an oh, incredible silent auction uh, yeah. with some uh, local dispensaries giving gift certificates and baskets. Yeah, I'm submitting some dancing services for that. Beautiful. Yeah, just private dancers. <laughs> I'm trying to get a group down in Costa Rica to offer an ayahuasca week. Shut up. Yeah, I'm waiting to hear back from them right now. Oh, and we cool. have a Boeing retreat up north uh, for like a weekend. Oh, so. Boeing. Boeing. <laughs> Boeing. Boeing retreat. Yeah. Yeah, get up, get Boing. up there. Boeing. <laughs> Boing. Get up there. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, Kelly, you ready to be hammered okay, okay. for the first time? All right. <laughs> for the last uh-huh. time. We're going to stop. For the first time. At Horatio's entrance on page nine, because Horatio is boring. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Where are we starting? Tell me where. We are starting on (laughs) page four. All he does is love Hamlet a lot. He does. Oh, I do now. Page four. four. Horatio is Hamlet's best friend. So where are we starting? Scene two? Okay. All right, go. Though yet of Hamlet, our dear brother's death, the memory be green, and that it us be fitted to bear our hearts in grief, yet we think on him, together with remembrance of ourselves, therefore, our sometime sister, now our queen, have we taken to wife. (laughs) And now, Laertes, what's the news with you? The head is not more native to the heart, the hand more instrumental to the mouth than is the throne of Denmark to thy father. What wouldst thou have, Laertes? My dread lord, your leave and favor to return to France? Have you your father's leave? What says Polonius? Uh, He hath, my lord, wrung me from my slow leave, by laborsome petition, and at last upon his will I sealed my art consent. I do beseech you. Give him leave to go. Take thy farewell, Laertes, time be thine. And thy best graces spend it at thy will. But now, my cousin Hamlet and 
my son. A little more kin and less than kind. How is it the clouds still hang on you? Not so, my lord. I am too much in the sun. Could Hamlet cast thy knighted color off and let thine eye look like a friend on Denmark? Do not forever with thy veiled lids seek for thy noble father in the dust. Thou knowst tis common. All that lives must die. Aye, madam. It is common. If it be, why seems it so particular with thee? Seems, madam. Nay, it is. I know not seems. Tis not alone my inky cloak, good mother, nor the dejected havior of the visage that can denote me truly. These indeed seem. But I have that within which set patheth I have that within which passeth show, these but the trappings and the suits of woe. Tis sweet and commendable in your nature, Hamlet, to give these morning duties to your father. But you must know, your father lost a father, that father lost, lost his, and the survivor bound in filial obligation for some term to do obsequious sorrow, but to persevere in obstinate condolement is a course of impious stubbornness. Tis unmanly grief. We pray you, throw to earth this unprevailing woe, and think of us as a father. For your intent in going back to school in Wittenberg, it is most retrograde to our desire, and we beseech you, bend you to remain here in the cheer and comfort of our eyes. I pray thee, stay with us. Go not to Wittenberg. I shall in all my best obey you, madam. Why, tis a loving and fair reply. Be as ourself in Denmark. Madam, come. This gentle and unforced accord of Hamlet sits smiling to my heart. Come away. Exuant all but Hamlet. Oh, that this too, too solid flesh would melt, thaw, and resolve itself into a dew. Or that the everlasting had not fixed his cannon against self-slaughter. Oh, God. God, how weary, stale, flat, and unprofitable seem to me all the uses of this world. Fiant. Ah, oh, fie. Tis an unweeded garden that grows to seed. Things rank and gross in nature possess it merely. That it should not come to this. For two months dead. Nay, not so much, not two. Must I remember? Why, she would hang on him, as if increase of appetite had grown by what it fed on, and yet, within a month, let me not think on it. Oh, frailty, thy name is woman. A little month or ere those shoes were old which, with which she'd followed my poor father's body, like Niobe, all tears. Why, she, even she, oh, God, a beast that wants discourse of reason would have mourned longer. Married with my uncle, my father's brother but no more like my father than I to Hercules. Within a month. It is not, nor it cannot come to good, but break my heart, for I must hold my tongue. Horatio enters, what's up, bro? Blah, blah, blah. And then that's the end of the scene. Oh, that was fun. Hey, so tell me why you chose that scene, and then I want to know what we were talking about earlier when you said... This is what I'm thinking underneath what I'm saying. I want one of you guys to talk about that. So why did you pick this scene? Um, I thought this was a good scene to do because it um, introduces some of the things that, some of the, like, uh, exposition that we're talking about. It's like, 
hey, Hamlet, I'm the king now. I want you to obey me, but I'm pretending that I'm, like, doing it in a loving way. And then Hamlet's like, it's uh, total bullshit that uh, my mom married this asshole. He doesn't know that this asshole is the murderer of his father, but he is an asshole, and he's very upset that uh, he that she remarried him, or that she got married to him. Um, <laughs> you'll notice that Polonius has one of those lines that I talked about where he's like, um, King Claudius says, do you have your father's permission to go to France? And Lord Polonius basically says, yes. But saying yes is, oh yeah, he has, you know, taken from me my slow leave uh, by asking a lot. And, uh, you know, upon his will, I eventually decided uh, that he could go. Can so go I'm going to ask you what? if you can go. So... I Polonius again does this all every time he talks. <laughs> but trying to dude. conserve, a, like I'm trying to conserve so much time in this long, long, long play. I just decided to make a one-word answer into four lines, and then I don't have. I can still cut it. Like I'm sure the Polonius's actual response is much longer than this. Um, but yeah, I get to show that that Polonius is long-winded uh, in a brief, tedious brief scene. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, who wants to tell me what they're, what you're saying underneath what you're saying is? I want to hear well, that. Well, I've, well, okay. This is Claudius For, speaking. This is Claudius speaking. <laughs> and the great thing about Claudius is that not only, he has more of a three level, because it's what Shakespeare says, what someone in the 20th century says, and then there's this extra level of what Claudius really wants to say, but is not actually saying. Mm -hmm. So when it starts out, he he's making a big speech to uh, basically to all the revelers at his wedding. It's, it's like a, a wedding speech. I, I've... Even he Wait, says, in this scene or in a different In one? this scene. Oh, in this scene. Okay. When okay. we first meet him, he's saying, even though my brother just died, let's forget all that. Let's party. I just got married. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but then Laertes comes in. Laertes wants to go to France. I ask his father if that's okay. His father says that's fi fine in way too many words. And <laughs> I say... Go on, have fun, go to France, do your shit. Um, but then I turn to Hamlet because here's the problem. I'm now king, but Hamlet is a threat to my throne mm -hmm. because he is technically heir to the throne. Yeah. So I have to, I'm trying Simba. to get Hamlet on my right. side. That's Simba. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> I'm gonna do it every time. Every time. Oh, and I'm gonna make it happen a lot if that's a promise. <laughs> I'm gonna change octaves each time too. Another Ooh. promise. Ooh. Wow. Be prepared, little one. Amazing. Be prepared. Checks. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm. Okay. I go to him and I say, "Oh, you shouldn't mourn your son, mourn your dad so much. You, this is to go on and wear black and." And I be that. sad for so long. <laughs> it's just too much. Think of me as your dad. I will take his place. Love on me. 
and you sh- it's too much for you to go on and on so sad for so long. And eventually it gets to the point where I talk about go- him going back to school in Wittenberg, which is going back to college. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I, because I don't want him going back to college. If he can leave, he can raise an army against me and overthrow me. So I need him to stay here where I can keep my eye on him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I say to him, don't go back to college. Be here in Denmark. Party it up. Have a good time. Think of me as your dad. Denmark is good for partying. Yeah. <laughs> so true. we're going to beseech you, bend you to remain here, which is the nice way of saying, we're, I'm telling you that I'm asking you, but I'm not actually <laughs> asking you. Right, right, right. And, uh, and so, and then she comes in and actually convinces him to do so because she she is my wife and he actually likes his mom yeah yeah he's really mad at her right now mm-hmm. but he loves her but he actually likes her and she cares about him a lot and i don't know if this is traditionally how people think about this in hamlet but at least within our cast we sort of decided that like hamlet isn't really in a place where he can be in charge no. It's pretty clear oh, no. he's not emotionally mature enough, and he yeah. like it's not a place. So I sort of think Gertrude knows this, and so she knows like, there needs to be a guy. You know, people aren't going to follow her. Her husband's dead, so the guy's going to be Claudius. People will follow Claudius. Mm-hmm. Can't be Hamlet, but she knows that Hamlet's probably going to be in danger if she, if he leaves, because then that's a threat to Claudius. So I think Gertrude's just trying to like keep the balance here, and she's like, listen. I know you're mad at me, but I love you. Please remember that you love me. Oh my God, that Please makes stay. that character so much more interesting now, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah I spent right? a lot of time thinking about her inner world. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh my gosh, I have never thought about Gertrude so much. Thank you. You're welcome. So yeah. there you go. That's kind yeah. of what I'm, what's going on in my head during that scene. So the next scene mm-hmm. I wanted to do was yeah. uh, Hamlet talking to Gertrude um, for the first time since the first scene and telling her like, what the fuck, man? This is not okay. Uh, I apparently okay. did not bring the copies of those scripts they've written about, printed them out later. But um, if Callie could sit next to Heather, absolutely, then they could share this. I brought a full copy of the script in case we decided to read a scene that's not in the sides that oh, I printed. Oh, hey, but good I think this planning. would be a good one to to do next. I love that artistic organization, man. I gotta tell you, thank you. Yay, Cole. Sometimes you get one. Organization is not a word that I usually hear describing (laughs) myself. (laughs) All right, what are are we? What scene are we setting up here? So this is oh Hamlet talking to Gertrude. Yeah, this is like Hamlet scolds his mom. So Hamlet's been acting crazy for a while. Um, Some stuff has happened, but nobody has died yet, right? Yes, right, correct. Correct. Someone's about to die. Someone's going to die in a moment. (laughs) (laughs) Not to spoil anything. But yeah, so far it's been... It's not the person we think. It's been... You're right. It's been a little bit of a cold war with Claudius like, Hamlet's got to stop trying to do some stuff to, you know, get in my way. And Hamlet's like, I think I'm going to kill Claudius. I'm pretty sure... I'm going to kill... Yeah, I'm going to kill Claudius. And um, I think this may happen after 
Hang on. There's a scene where he almost kills Claudius. Uh, oh, yeah. It's... Wait, no, it's not. I, there's a scene where he almost kills Claudius, but Claudius is praying, um, which a lot of people attribute to, like, Hamlet is so indecisive. But honestly, Hamlet really considers uh, his answer, and you can tell from the first scene, the scene that we just did, that Hamlet's like, oh, would that the um, Everlasting had not fixed his canon against self-slaughter, meaning I wish that God hadn't made it such a, ba- a big deal to kill yourself because I'd really like to do that. Um, so he clearly believes in God and the Christianity rules. There's actually, I mean, I, we didn't really talk about this much when we actually did the show, but um, I know from having studied this in the past, Wittenberg was actually a divinity school. Oh, oh really? He oh, was man. studying to be a priest. <gasps> what? We did talk about that. That's one of the reasons <laughs> yeah. why we thought oh, that it God. wouldn't make sense because they needed a war leader. Well, thank you, Beth. Hang on. I did wait, not. Hold up. Hold up. If he, he's like supposed to marry Ophelia though. So why would he be going to school to be a priest with no, plans? No, to... I mean, it's a Protestant. Oh, I don't know. Why Protestant, that, Protestant priests can, can marry. That. Okay. Mary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. Neat. All right. Thanks, Beth. So, yeah. So the reason he doesn't kill Claudius in the earlier scene is because Claudius is praying and he's like, oh, here we go. I can kill him. And he's like, no, because if he's praying, then according to the rules of Christianity, all of his sins are currently okay. I have to wait for him to sin again and then kill him because he needs to go to hell. (laughs) And that logic is what leads him to not kill Claudius like Less than halfway through the play, oh, and instead, a bunch of other people end up dying. That's pretty huh. twisted, but you know. Yep. Such is life. Doesn't he? <laughs> doesn't he hear him confessing to his father's murder? Though that's the mm-hmm. irony, though, yeah. is that he pray. He doesn't. He he doesn't say anything. He's praying silently. Oh, okay. And he's like, "Oh, I bet he's like getting all of his sins forgiven right now." And then Hamlet's like, "I'm not going to kill him," and he walks away. And then Claudius is like, "Man." um... I wish I could have actually prayed just now, but I don't feel bad. <laughs> I forgot about that. We okay, could read that uh, scene, but let's read the scene but, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, you're starting with Hamlet's line. Okay. Yeah, great. Mother, mother, mother. Oh, why aren't you fearing? Oh, I'm, I'm talking to somebody else right now. <laughs> I will read Polonius's lines when it comes. I know them. Yep. There's only two. This, this won't make sense, but... Gertrude is talking to Polonius. She says, I'll warrant you, fear me not. Withdraw, I hear him coming. Okay. <laughs> and Polonius is now hiding into the closet. So. Now, mother, what's the matter? Hamlet, thou hast thy father much offended. Mother, you have my father much offended. Come, come, you answer with an idle tongue. Go, go, you question with a wicked Wait, tongue. How now, Hamlet, have you forgot me? No, by the rude, not so. You are the queen. Your husband's brother's wife. And... Would it were not so, you are my mother. Come, come, and sit you down, you shall not budge. You go not, not till I set you up with a glass, where you may see the inmost part of you. Well, thou do, thou wilt not murder me. Help, help, ho! Oh! Murder? Oh, oh, help! How now, a rat, dead for a ducat, dead, stab! Oh, I'm slain. <laughs> oh, me, what hast thou done? Nay, I know not. Is it the king? What a rash and bloody deed this is. A bloody deed. Almost as bad, good mother, as kill a king and marry with his brother. As kill a king? Aye, lady, t'was my word. 
Thou wretched, rash, intruding fool, farewell. They find out that it's Polonius behind the curtain and not Claudius. I took thee for thy better. Peace, sit you down. What have I done that thou darest wag thy tongue in noise so rude against me? Such an act that blurs the grace and blush of modesty, calls virtue hypocrite, makes marriage vows as false as dicer's oaths. I me, what act? Look here, upon this picture, and on this, the counterfeit presentment of two brothers. See what a grace was seated on his, this brow. Hyperion's curls, the front of Jove himself, an eye like Mars to threaten and command. A combination and a form indeed, where every god did seem to set his seal to give the world assurance of a man. This was your husband. Look you now what follows. Here is your husband, like a mildewed ear blasting his wholesome brother. <laughs> Have you eyes? Could you on this fair mountain leave to feed and batten on this more? <laughs> Have you eyes? You cannot call it love. Oh, shame. Where is thy blush? Hamlet, speak no more. Thou turnst my eyes into my very soul, and there I see such black ingrained spots as will not leave their tinct. Nay, but to live in the rank sweat of an unseamed bed, stewed in corruption, honeying and making love, or thy nasty oh, sty. Speak to me no more. These words like daggers enter in mine ears. No more, sweet hand. A murderer and a villain. No more! Confess yourself to heaven. Repent what's past. Avoid what is to come, and do not spread the compost on the weeds to make them rancor. Oh, Hamlet, thou hast cleft my heart in twain. Oh, throw away the worser part of it, and live the purer with the other half. Good night, but go not to mine uncle's bed. Assume a virtue if you have it not, or this same lord. I do repent, but heaven hath pleased it so, to punish me with this and this with me that I must be their scourge and minister. I will bestow him and will answer well the death I gave him. So again, good night. I must be cruel only to be kind. Thus bad begins and worse remains behind. I must to England, you know that. Alack, I had forgot to so conclude it on. There's letters sealed. And my two schoolfellows, whom I will trust as I will adders fanged, thy, they bear the mandate. Let it work. Mother, good night. Indeed, this counselor is now most still, most secret and most grave, who is in, li in life a foolish prating knave. Come, sir, to draw toward an end with you. Good night, mother. He drags off Polonius's corpse while uh, dissing him. So right, right <laughs> in the middle of that scene, they killed Polonius? Yeah, and they just keep yeah. talking. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Polonius is standing outside of a door overhearing what's yeah. happening, and uh, Hamlet just like stabs out the door without looking to see who's there. Yeah, he thinks it's Claudius, and it's not Claudius. But like, that seems like an underreaction to a stabbing. <laughs> is it? <laughs> so, I mean, I it, are they when just it was regularly staged, stabbing folks? When it was so, it's it's Hamlet who stabs the folk, um, the Polonius, and. I think when it's usually staged, and I think when it was staged at the carriage house, it's like Gertrude is, starts panicking, but Hamlet's like, oh, uh, you know what? Stop stop panicking. I have more to say. And Gertrude's like, okay, I, I guess I'll listen to the crazy person. Wow. Yeah. It, it, it's a little, the sitting in front of the microphone kind of. <laughs> yeah. It does not hard to tell that story. <laughs> down down the, uh, yeah. the stakes a little. Yeah, so. uh, mo a lot of people uh, theorize that in the pretending to be crazy that we talked about earlier, Hamlet pretty much goes crazy. Sure. It's a fine line between, I mean, if you pretend to be crazy long enough, it's he pretty actually much the same. goes there. I like, yeah. I like the line. I forgot about this line, but 
She's like, don't go to your, don't go to my uncle's bed. Assume a virtue if you have it not. It's <laughs> a great line. <laughs> Pretend that you're, you know, Virtuous. you care. Oh, that's funny. If you don't actually, yeah. So is he basically, he's calling his mom out right now? Yeah. Yes. yeah. This, yeah. The whole scene is, yeah, big time him scolding his mom. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He's, a, he's like, look at this photo of the man that loved you, that you loved. He's perfect. He's a god. And look what you have now. <laughs> Wow. In the 1920s version, it was a photo. It's actually a painting. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and they're just carrying version, it around? They're just carrying it around? No, no, no. It's like a, in a locket. And oh, okay. in our version, they're twins. So technically, <laughs> they, they look, look identical. The same. Yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh, wow. I had that in my head the whole time I was saying that. I was like, but they look the same. But it's fine. <laughs> Hamlet sees the difference. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, oh shoot! I had a great question. Let me ask oh, them really quick. So, yes. what, are you folks going to bring this back? <laughs> Can no, you bring this back to. for another run? The carriage house oh, is gone. Me good time. <laughs> Seriously, but yeah. I mean, give us a, give us a theater, give us a space. Yeah. Is that what it is? I think we're doing it right now. How much is Riverside? I think we're doing it right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Riverside's affordable. We yeah. Do that. I would love. None to. of you guys are That'd busy, right? I just got a little, <laughs> a little excited. Ah, <laughs> oh, I meant to ask you, what were you doing? You said you weren't doing theater in um, Atlanta. You were doing film. What were you doing? Yeah. Um, so I actually the last. This is the last show I did in like four years. I did mm -hmm. Hamlet, and then I didn't. Um, touch theater again until I was in Georgia um, I did a show called Hashtag Christmas which was like a, <laughs> a it was actually a really dramatic and awesome show I got to like bust out in stage or I'm sorry bust out in tears on stage because I it was like a, a secular telling of the story of um, of Herod and Jesus and how he killed all the firstborns and so my Ooh. character was Rachel and they murdered my children in front of me it was super fun um, oh <laughs> just God. actor things you know yeah um, but yeah no I've mostly done film from like 2016 until 2020 mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I've done a couple commercials which I just found out that my little robot commercial played during the Super Bowl so oh, that's sweet. really exciting so oh shit wait it's wow. playing tonight yeah I mean I, I just had somebody like add or tag me on Facebook like I just saw you during the Super Bowl oh my god no it's already started don't they I have think like a 6.30, I think? I don't know. That is what I yeah. received oh. on Facebook. So I, I don't know anything Wait, about the Super Bowl. So what Bowl. is it? Um, it's a what commercial? <laughs> litter, litter robot. robot. Um, oh, oh, litter oh, robot. It's, it's such yeah. a fun commercial. Litter robot. Yeah, it's, oh, okay. it's the the world's first automated, or the world's best automated self-cleaning litter box. <laughs> I don't remember all of my lines exactly, but. Oh, I saw that. Oh, no, you put that out, didn't yeah, you? The, oh, I saw that. And one of my really favorite. It's really cute. Oh, thank you. It's, it's really so good. Yeah, it's it a good is, ad. It awesome. Thank you. It's so fun. It's like a whole little show. It, it was cool. The the casting is, actually, this is a really crazy story and, and, and a thing that like, just this doesn't happen to actors, yeah, yeah. but um, the director found me on Instagram and like had found me under the hashtag Atlanta. <laughs> um, like under the hashtag hashtag Atlanta actors sorry can't talk and then their production company reached out to me and was like hey do you want to audition for this and I was like absolutely the casting description or the character description was a um, 
a 19, Ryan Reynolds trapped in a 1960s housewife. <laughs> and that was the character description that I was given. So I was like, that plus cats, give me. And then this was, okay, this is the even crazier part. That is kind of part. a dream job. Like, it come on. It truly was. But I got, um, I, I booked the role and the production company called me and was like, hey, this is a little like unorthodox, but the client really wants to talk to you and, and like, thank you for finding you. They were like looking everywhere and you were the perfect person. And I was like, yes, please have the client call me. So they called me from a, a Southfield, Michigan phone number. Mm-hmm. Little Robot is in Auburn Hills. Nice. What? So, yeah. They, oh found my me, gosh. they found me in Atlanta and we shot in Nashville only for them to be like in our backyard. Oh, wow. That's excellent. Uh, it was cool. Are you, are you guys doing shows right now? I'm, I haven't for, I, not that I wouldn't. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I haven't been for a uh, couple, I, God, it's been longer than I'd like to admit. Right, right, but, right. Uh, Isn't that weird when you're in show, 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 and then it stops for a minute? And it's not—it's it, not even that. It's that I just bought a house, and, oh. and that has been where all of my focus has been. Yeah, but I—I I, I need to get back into it. I'd mm-hmm. love to get back into it. Beth was just in a staged reading that I directed. I oh, was yeah, at the Yellow Barn. My at the brain Yellow Barn, completely just. I, my apologies. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we had like three rehearsals. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. It wasn't a big part of your life. Yeah, and it was mine. your family, right? Your family. Oh yeah. So Beth it. was yeah. like the only person who I'm not related to who was in the show. It was me. Uh, well, I directed it. My sister was one of the people. My brother was one of the people. My dad was one of the people. Um, and then Beth and my best friend, who's essentially my brother, who yeah. was here for the dogs. He's got episode yeah, yeah, mental yeah. health. Is the best. Yeah, it was fun. And I'm forgetting somebody. Oh shit! Who am I forgetting? Your, your brother, your sister, your dad, your mom. No, your. No, that I think that was it. That's all of us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, Christine. 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 Uh, Who should be here today? And who should have been here on Dog Sees God Day? Yeah, we'll get her. We'll get her. And are you doing shows right now? Or was it not right now? Okay. Okay, cool, Jim. Oh, you've, we've already talked about your show. Yes, Taylor. There's a show happening here uh, next weekend. Next weekend. Yeah, like a live listening session, kind of like this, where everyone's gonna wear like headphones. Oh. And the band's yeah. gonna play. play yeah. Oh, cool. neat. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I love that idea. We got some friends coming up from Chicago on tour, and we're gonna have them play at Ziggy's. Oh, like oh! This night. is the pre-party for Ziggy's. Yeah, kind of like cool. the, the Ziggy's was booked, and then yeah. we're having the show here instead. So, right on. Yeah, come on through. <laughs> That'll be awesome. Okay, okay, and that's like—is it already full? No, there's like ten people. So Sweet. Okay. <laughs> nice. Oh, that'll be lovely. We're that's in a basement, so it would be groovy to see a concert in here with headphones on. Right. So we're like oh, that's cool. I like that idea. That's awesome. Um, hey, let's take a little break and right. uh, we'll come back. And what um, do we have? Uh, shoot, cruel to be kind. That song is that? Do we oh, have that song? Is that head. one of them? Because oh, she said she it. Said, I know. Yeah. Cruel, cruel to be, be kind. kind. I don't in the right measure. It was a song. Yeah, you didn't know it was a song. No. Cruel to be kind in the right measure. Cruel to be kind. We have to figure out what it is. I know. It's. Who does it? It's uh, 
Oh my gosh! Like I'm now I'm. It's not the monkeys. I don't know no, who it is. I don't know either. It is 2020. We well, can't Google. What's 1960s? I'm looking it up now. Cruel to be kind. <laughs> um, uh, like, would it have made sense maybe to use one of the six songs we've already picked out? But yeah, yeah probably. No, that's probably. <laughs> Nick Lowe. However, yeah, this is a Nick Lowe. Yeah, see if that works. Off the album Jesus of Cool. Yep. From 1978? No. Oh, yeah. Really? It's that old? Yeah. Not yeah. as old as Hamlet, Not which is where it comes Hamlet. from.
to let me know Should I stay or should I go If you say that you are mine I'll be here till the end of time So you got to let me know Should I stay or should I go It's always tease, tease, tease You're happy when I'm on my knees One day is fine and next is black So if you want me off your back Well come on and let me know Should I stay or should I go? Should I stay or should I go now? Should I stay or should I go now? If I go there will be trouble Decisions bugger me. If you don't want me, set me free. Exactly whom I'm supposed to be. Don't you know which clothes even fit me? Come on and let me know. Should I cool it or should I blow? Shelly Smith with Reads and Weeds uh, Hamlet episode with the cast. Two hour hot girl Hamlet. Two hour hot girl Hamlet. And um, Jim is also here for the first time. Hey, it's such a great honor to be here. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and we may as well talk about Fantastic Fungi because I saw that movie, right? We, we did it as an event a couple months ago, correct? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And it was just all those mushrooms growing all over the world, right? It was beautiful. We talked about how they outnumber plants on yeah, this uh, planet of ours. They outnumber everything. They mm -hmm. like connect the whole world. It was really beautiful. Uh, highly recommend that. This burnt cookie is incredible. Is mm -hmm. it? <laughs> <Yeah>. Good. <laughs> that makes me so happy because I was like, well, if they're here, I will eat them all. You know, I will, even though they're burnt, just because... Whatever, I'm a miser. Those may be the destroyer of the universe. What? <laughs> Where mushrooms are the saviors. Burnt cookies, just because. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, and then I was going to ask you guys something about performing Shakespeare, and what was it? Shoot. 
Mm, maybe it was about violence. I don't know. I'll think of it. <laughs> I'll think of it. Okay, okay. So what scene are we doing next? Hmm. Oh. You talking with your mouth full? You ain't got your headphones on? Nope. Oh, what my God. Okay, Remember so what I said earlier about how organized you were? Yeah. I was wrong. Taking it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to it. Okay. So I found okay, out I that the scene that I mentioned where Claudius is praying and Hammett's like, this is perfect. I'm totally going to kill him. Oh, wait. I want him to go to hell, so I'm not going to kill him right now. Oh, right. That's weird. That actually happens right before the scene we just did where he kills Polonius because he's like, yeah, he's probably sinned by now. I'll stab whoever's behind this curtain, assuming it's the king, and it's not. Because he was, if he was listening at the, the mother's door, then he would have done something bad. Right. So... We're going to do that scene. Um, and yeah, it's first, first it's just Claudius sort of like, <clears throat> do I feel bad? Let's review. I, w- I, I want to pray, but. And this is, should I really do you have all the people bother? you need? It's just Hamlet. It's just oh, Claudius great. and then Hamlet and then oh, cool. Claudius again. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, my offense is rank. It smells to heaven. It hath the primal eldest curse upon it, a brother's murder. Pray I cannot, though inclination be as sharp as will, my stronger guilt defeats my strong intent. I stand and pause where I should first begin. And what's in prayer but this twofold force? Before we're stalled, there we come to fall, or pardoned, being down, then I'll look up, my fault is past. But what form of prayer can serve my turn? Forgive me, my foul murder? That cannot be, since I am still possessed of those effects for which I did the murder, my crown, mine own ambition, and my queen. May one be pardoned and retain the offense. Try what repentance can. What can it not? Yet what can it when one cannot repent? Oh, wretched state. Oh, bosom black as death. Bow, stubborn knees, and heart with strings of steel be soft as sinews of the newborn babe. All may be well. So he kneels, attempting to pray, and Hamlet enters. Um, Callie is taking a puff of (laughs) the joint. Hamlet is preparing. (laughs) An actor prepares. Now might I do it, Pat. Now he is praying. And now I'll do it. And so he goes to heaven. And so I am revenged. That would be scanned. A villain kills my father, and for that, I, his sole son, do the same villain send to heaven. Oh, this is higher in salary, not revenge. To take him in the purging of his soul when he is fit and seasoned for his passage? No! Up, sword, and know thou a more horrid hent. When he is drunk asleep, or in his rage, or in the incestuous incestuous pleasure of his bed, 
then trip him, that his heels may kick at heaven, and that his soul may be as damned and black as hell where to it goes. My mother stays. This physic but prolongs thy sickly days. Hamlet exits, and Claudia stops praying. My words fly up. My thoughts remain below. Words without thoughts never to heaven go. And so I want to ask really quickly, Shelley's same question. What would you say is the modern-day translation of what Claudius just said? Um, I, I, the, you mean the part where he says, my thoughts go up, but I remain below? Yeah. My words fly up, my thoughts remain below. Words without thoughts never to heaven go. Meaning, like, my prayers aren't sincere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that means... I'm damned. He's still damned. He could have. Right. Yeah, My prayers if, aren't sincere. Like I, I don't. I'm not uh, repentant of what I've done anyway. So why even bother? So why even bother? Because I, I, I don't deserve forgiveness. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A poor man. I know. I mean, yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, and well, also, somebody. I think about. I think about. Um, go that way. I, I think about. What is the modern day equivalent of this much exposition in monologue form? <laughs> is there such a thing? Probably interior monologue. Yeah, like voiceover. Yeah. Like in you. Do you this watch that me. show you? I'm a, uh, we, Didn't we talk about that? We just talked about you. Um, you? Yeah. Where I he's saw always he's always talking about yeah. like most of it is his internal monologue, the yeah. whole show. Because you have to see how warped his yeah. sense of reality is the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what so what is the other equivalent besides voiceover internal monologue? I mean, do you need more than that? <laughs> I mean, I just Probably thought no. aside, which is literally what the line is, but that's like that's Right. I guess it's I think about where else in any kind of show I mean, does somebody a lot just stand of, a lot on stage of and go, I think I'm going to kill him. I don't know, do I want to kill him if he's praying? I do want to kill him I think, though. I feel like does that a lot. Oh yeah, Fleabag does that. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that show? I haven't oh, seen that show. Of course. Oh, my we God. Should, I, haven't, I haven't seen all of it. I've <gasps> only watched the pilot. But oh the pilot's gosh. amazing. We can watch Fleabag together if thing. you agree to watch Sex Education also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We live together. Can I we finish watching Bojack, though? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No spoilers for Bojack. I just really <laughs> was expecting to binge it last night, and we didn't. And because yeah. we were having such fun. We were making fun. crafts. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you make? We made a bunch of St. Bridget's crosses, but what actually happened is that... Like, I could have named a thousand things you might be making and it wouldn't have been St. <laughs> Bridget's Cross. Yesterday it was in block. So in bulk. In, in bulk. What does that, that mean? Sounds so dumb. It means you go to Costco and buy a bunch of things in bulk. Oh. No, it means it's the halfway point. It's the halfway point between the winter solstice and the spring equinox. Oh. So uh, Nathan's wife, Robin, love her, um, made... Saint, we she like helped us make Saint Bridget's crosses. What, but what actually happened is that Nathan and I stared at ours while they crumbled apart. <laughs> and Robin was like, "Here, I'll fix them for you." And then she basically did them for Nathan and me and taped them up. And then she brought it into my room last night and was like, "You can put it here, or you can put it here, but just hang it for protection." <laughs> but what is a Saint Bridget's cross? Do you know what that? Do you, does everybody except me know mm. what that means? Not me. Oh, what oh. does that mean? A Saint Bridget's cross. Um, I wish Robin were here, but oh, okay. uh, it's it's something about protection, um, and that's pretty much all I know. Okay. Yeah, you hang it, as, from what I understand, you hang it over your door frame, and it 
keeps you protected from negativity and, okay. and bad. Okay. So. Sounds good. I would like one. <laughs> Better safe than sorry. No, I'm good. I'm good. Um, shoot. I totally lost my train of thought again. What were you just talking about? Um, what were we talking uh, uh, Oh, oh, narration and exposition. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then the fact that you should watch Fleabag for sure. Yes, Fleabag. Quickly. But, you know, there are a lot um, of movies that start with like some kind of long here's what you need to know before you start watching this movie. Right, right, Every right. Star Wars movie. Right, yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, right. right. Um, it's so literal. But then it doesn't happen in the middle of shows or movies a lot. Right, right. But it does in Shakespeare. So um, what happened to the Super Bowl party? Uh, it was decided that maybe alcohol at that facility wasn't uh, wasn't kosher. Oh. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So a uh, gym for seven years. Yeah. Worked at Ohm of Medicine. Yeah. Where I have my regular comedy show. We had one last night. It was mm-hmm. very well attended and hilarious. Yeah. Um, we learned the phrase uh, porch child weather. <laughs> <laughs> some good ones last night. Yeah, there was some some good ones. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so let's do another scene and right, so, set it up. Um. The one that, the page that says scene four, and then it says scene five, because <laughs> I cut scene four completely and forgot to cut the... Well, also, while you're here, I think he's trying to hand you this, Beth, this one. Oh, yeah. um, I think uh, another thing I'm I curious about is, oh, yeah. why do you yeah. think... I'll take one. Why do you Callie think people want to keep doing Shakespeare? Can I answer this one? Yes. Okay. And this is like the number one reason why I love Shakespeare. So one of my favorite quotes from Hamlet actually as, um, and I don't know if I'll get it correctly, but the line is about acting. The job is as it were to hold the mirror up to nature. So basically meaning our job as actors is to show you what you're already feeling and what you're already thinking. Mm -hmm. And Shakespeare's stories are still so important and relevant because they're still human stories. And it's an amazing reminder that what happened 500 plus years ago is still relevant and important today. Like when we talk about it being a soap opera, like, I mean, they're soap operas, but what are soap operas but real human issues displayed? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, all of his stories are like that. And some of them are more ridiculous than the last, like A Midsummer Night's Dream where everybody's running around in the forest with fairies. Mm -hmm. But um, at least Hamlet is... I think so timeless. Like, I, I don't know what this says about me, but my soul resonates with Hamlet on a very deep level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so it, they, they are, they're timeless stories that just don't, they're still relevant because we're all human and we're all mm-hmm. connected. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Sorry, I just got really passionate yeah, about that. Was that was a real good answer. Real, <laughs> well said, well said. Real nice answer. Okay, so what is the, what is the next scene? Um, the next scene is uh, Callie is going to read the part that she actually played in the Hot Girl Hamlet production, which is Ophelia. Well, one of the two parts she played. Okay. And Ophelia is the daughter of Polonius, and as we just read, Polonius gets killed randomly by Hamlet because he's like, oh, he's not, he might be behind that curtain, and he's not praying right now, so I'm going to do it. Uh, and then I'm going to keep yelling at my mom. Um, so because Hamlet did that, um, while also having a very complicated relationship with Ophelia, Ophelia is like, my boyfriend killed my dad. 
I'm going to go crazy now. Which so, is arguable. Which is arguable. Yeah. I want to have that crazy. argument, though, not because I want to argue, but because I just would like to know. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a way to look at this story and this scene. Like, you don't think Ophelia actually went crazy? Do you think she's I in think it with Hamlet? I think she's doing exactly what she saw Hamlet did. Okay. I think that she's in this accentuated grief and is has seen her has seen it go badly for her boyfriend and i do think that there is a certain level of mental illness there but she's still with it enough to be pointing out to gertrude she makes lots of references to like she's figured some stuff out yeah she knows a lot more and she's telling everybody everything that's going on but in an almost poetic way and oh that's that is, why people think she's crazy well you'll you'll well, hear what you'll hear like. why you think oh, she's okay. she However, definitely sounds crazy okay, right. yeah. and, okay. And, and, and that's and there's also a line where where claudius says once she leaves to Horatio, give her good watch, I pray you. Which I interpreted personally to say, she knows too much. Take her out. Ooh. Okay. I was Let's thinking. Hear it. Let's hear it. Let watch her and make sure she doesn't. So, okay, I have a response to Beth, but I'm going to wait until the end of the scene to... Yeah, let's do the let's do the yeah. scene, because we probably have time for this scene and a little bit more, and then we'll wrap it up. And are we starting at the beginning? Because there's a Horatio part. Let's and we'll start from Ophelia's entrance. Okay. <clears throat> oh boy, here goes. What has just happened before this? Um, basically, time has, some time has passed since Polonius's death, and we haven't heard from Ophelia. Then we cut to uh, Gertrude Hor- Horatio telling Gertrude. Ophelia is still acting crazy, and Gertrude's like, "I don't want to see that." And Horatio's like, "Well, here she comes." Okay. Okay. Got it. Where's the beauteous Majesty of Denmark? How now, Ophelia? How should I your true love know from another one? By his cocky hat and staff, and his sandal shoon. Alas, sweet lady, what imports this song? Say you? Nay, pray you. Mark. He is dead and gone, lady. He is dead and gone. At his head a grass green turf, and at his heels a stone. Nay, but Ophelia. Pray you, Mark. White his shroud as the mountain snow. Alas, look here, my lord. Larded with sweet flowers, which bewept to the grave did go with true love showers. How do you, pretty lady? Lord. We know what we are, but not what we may be. God be at your table. Conceit upon her father. Pray you, let's have no words of this. But when they ask you what it means, say you this. Tomorrow is St. Valentine's Day, all in the morning betime, and I am made at your window to be your valentine. Then up he rose and donned his clothes and duped the chamber door. Let in the maid that out the maid never departed more. Pretty Ophelia. By Gis and by St. Clarity, lack and fie for shame, young men will do it. 
if they come to it. By cock they are to blame, quoth she, before you tumbled me, you promised me to wed. So what I had done by yonder son, and thou hadst not come to my bed. How long has she been thus? I hope all will be well. We must be patient. But I cannot choose but weep to think they should lay him in the cold ground. My brother shall know of it. And so I thank you for your good counsel. Come, my coach. Good night, ladies. Good night, sweet ladies. Good night. Good night. Follow her close. Give her good watch. I pray you. Is that it? Oh, wow. That last line's a doozy. (laughs) (laughs) This is This is my response to Beth. Um... That sounds a little sinister. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I think about Beth. I I I want to go next. I understand (laughs) that it is a a controversial Yeah, it is. Uh, Well, no, I mean, it's a whole controversial subject. Um, So I will tell you something that I believe very strongly. It doesn't mean you can't disagree with me, of course, because, you know, beliefs. But um, (laughs) so I just came from dance church. And <laughs> the way you just said that. <laughs> adorable. Thank you. Dance so in dance church, um, there was a there was an introduction by the leader of dance church, my good friend Callie, who is not this Callie, but a different one. Um, she explained um, what you can expect and um, just a lot of people moving around in ways that are expressful of where their soul is at right now. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Often, yeah and um, sh- there was no talking allowed at dance church unless there's a really a good reason. So <clears throat> there's a lot, there were a lot of people moving around in some strange ways and making sounds, just not talking, that seemed like, oh, this is a bunch of crazy people dancing and, and yelling, and not yelling, but like, you know, yawping uh, <laughs> and uh, chittering Those and, are my and, people. and growling and stuff. And mm-hmm. I yeah, I'm, so I'm watching cool. at Callie's eyes like, yeah, you, you would you like this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so that is to say, and also there's what happens to me when I smoke weed, mm-hmm. which is similar to that. Right. Um, and so my answer is, is that I don't believe in the word crazy. Oh. Yeah. When someone I is crazy. I thought that's where you might be going because mm-hmm. when you, th- yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, so Ophelia is crazy and she knows what's going on and she's communicating things and she's, um, one of the things she's communicating is yeah. I'm no longer trying to appear like I am sane. Right, right. Um, I'm not playing everybody's game anymore because my world just got all fucked up. Yeah. Like, the, why would we even be pretending that everything's okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that it's healthy to be crazy and to live in a reality that doesn't match with everyone else's. Um, and I think most of the reason it's not healthy is because of the way you will be treated. And that's unfortunate, but that is the world we live in. So Mm -hmm. I don't want to disconnect from our shared reality enough that I can't communicate with people. Um, but if I do, I don't think that I'm wrong or, um, to be pitied. I'm just experiencing the world differently than everyone else. 
and this is so beautiful. I love you so much. <laughs> can, I, can I respond to this? Of though? course. Yes. Okay. That exact reason is why I think Claudius took her out. Interesting. Because I don't think. I feel like for the position that he is in, he is in a very tenuous position. He cannot have someone whose movements and thoughts and actions he cannot predict Mm -hmm. be a factor in his world at that point. It's, It's in almost every movie. There's that person who's like, can we trust that guy? He seems like a loose cannon. Ah, he's harmless. It's like, I don't know. You see what he did to your sister. It's like, well, he's he's a ladies' man, but you know you're like, that guy's going to fuck something up, for sure. You know, he's the guy that's just like, and we've got not, a high slater, but why don't I do a bunch of shots so, right now? So yeah. it's not a judgment on Ophelia at all. Mm, yeah, it's a judgment yeah. on where is Claudius's head at that moment. Right, right. right. These like the the fear of losing power, because if someone becomes, if someone is suddenly uh, super, their whole mindset shifts the way Ophelia's had because you know quote crazy, but like her mindset, (laughs) basically her mindset just shifted to where she's like, my reality shifted. She's singing Mm -hmm. a song about somebody being buried. You know, it's kind of a probably just PTSD. You know, and. Hormones and you, you know what I mean? It seems like a pretty normal reaction to be feeling kind of crazy right now with all this going on. Mm-hmm. Totally normal. And who knows reaction. how long it would have lasted because she dies right after yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. I Good love stuff. Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. One more question. One more question about Hamlet. Why is it, is Hamlet what you're not supposed to say in a theater? No. It's Macbeth. No. Oh, it's Macbeth. And yeah. why is that? Because oh, it's bad luck. A That's lot just, of things have happened. Yeah. things happen. When people on that say show. the word Macbeth in a theater. Oh, okay. But and the play is about witches cursing things and stuff and it's just you know, I don't know. We don't, do we don't, we don't want to take our chances. We're not in a theater. I know, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, we're still oh, oh, buying you're saying, into that. Yeah, hypothetically. Like, people in general. People still do it. Yeah. They also it's s- part of my name. I can't, I can't not. <laughs> so, I, and I, then your I, stage name when you're a DJ is Macbeth. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to introduce you that way. The name that we're not even supposed to say. Coming to the stage. <laughs> Mac to the Mac to the Daddy Bed. Um, that's we should do a. Awesome. I feel like this improv troupe already exists. Like, I know there's the Shakespeare while drinking one that they mm. used to do at Pointless. They did that at Pointless. Oh yeah, I yeah. did that. Yeah, and then that was that's really fun. And I know there's the do this in the style of Shakespeare game, mm. right? When you do turning channels and things like that. Mm. But yeah, is yeah, there yeah. a Shakespeare combined with rap? I mean, we you can, should do that. <laughs> you could argue that that rap is just modern day poetry, and that well, rap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but what I'm saying is, it would be fun to do an improv form, where not only are you doing the, 
yeah. Shakespeare style, but yeah. you also exactly. rap in old English. Yes. Is that what you say? Oh, yes. God. What do you mean? Uh, kind of like Hamilton a little bit. Kind yeah. of. Hamilton. Hamilton. Oh, <laughs> if oh I had God. more confidence, I would try to freestyle that right now because yeah. why wouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, didn't Kathleen do like, that? I feel like you have. At the cast party? She did. Oh, she did. Right. So Kathleen were here. Kathleen yeah. was one of the people Kelly, who... Kelly, I feel like you have just the perfect amount of confidence right now to try <laughs> Let it go. Oh, what do you no. want it to be about? No? You don't feel no. it? Okay, no pressure. No pressure. Maybe one day. I okay. have, I have okay. asked Kelly to read the Speak the Speech, I Pray You part. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and then that'll be our last... Or we're like at time, right? Okay, Kelly, yeah. So let's do that. Let's read. Um, set up the scene you're going to read. And then what is the song we want to go out on? Whichever song we haven't used. Yeah. What's left? What's a song that we haven't played? Oh, Let It Be? Yeah, that's so, a good That's a good ender. That's a good ender. That's a good ender. Yeah. So before, because I think what will be fun is if we end on this speech, and then we just start playing Let It Be. Mm-hmm. So I'll go ahead and say that um, I'm so happy if you listen to this, and I am loving seeing groups of people pop up in... Kansas or Alaska or South Carolina or Spain or wherever you're listening. And I love it when you reach out and talk to me. I just uh, connected with a couple of different um, groups in Alaska and Canada in the last couple of days that are cooperating with me. And there's people sending us books to read. We got that really fun cannabis pop-up book that we're going to do with that group. And so we're doing all these great collaborations and, uh, and I would love to do more, so keep connecting with me on Facebook and listen and follow and, and all that stuff and follow all these people that we're promoting with Decriminalized Nature Ann Arbor and uh, Pointless Brewery and Fundamental Sound Co. and uh, Honey Monsoon, if you hear that name pop up, um, Ohm of Medicine Comedy Show. So yeah, keep in touch with us all those ways and we're gonna go out on, uh, set up the scene and then Callie's gonna read again as Ophelia. Um, so, first of all, I want to acknowledge and sort of apologize for being Director Nathan today. I know I might have talked a little too much, <laughs> taken a little too much control. I hope we were okay with that. No, um, I love it. Thank you. So, <clears throat> um, part of Hamlet's plan to, um, to out Claudius as the murderer um, is to put on a play that's kind of like how Hamlet's dad got murdered. It's exactly how Hamlet's right. dad got murdered. And, and hoping that Claudius will go like, oh, th- I don't like seeing this. This is freaking me out. And it works. Um, it's not like he jumps up and says, that's what I did. But he, he gets up and says, stop the play. Because he's you know seeing what he did uh, on stage, and that's really freaky. So Hamlet invites these players... Um, Hamlet's plan is summed up in the plays of the thing wherein I'll catch the conscience of the king. So he invites these players, um, actors, to do this scene. And this moment in the play, Hamlet's telling the actors what acting is (laughs) and how to act. And I don't think that it's part of his plan. I think he just wants to be like, look, I know what acting is and you need to listen to me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not like he thinks if they don't act really well, then Claudius won't like, I think he just wants to be a know-it-all. Um, but what he says is, is very true and good. And, um, one of those things that has lasted the many years since it was written. 
And Callie is going to oh, you're read reading it for is us. Hamlet, not Ophelia. Yes. Okay. And this is the, the speech in which the quote I said earlier. Okay. Um, okay. So, speak the... Pre- this, nah, nope, we rewind. Starting over. <laughs> Redo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speak the speech, I pray you, as I pronounced it to you, trippingly on the tongue. But if you mouth it, as many of your players do, I had as leaf the town crier spoke my lines. Nor do not saw the air too much with your hand, thus, but use it all gently. For in the very torrent, tempest, and as I may say, the whirlwind of passion, you must acquire and beget a temperance that may give it smoothness. Be not too tame, neither, but let your discretion be your tutor. Ah, suit the action to the word, the word to the action with this special observant that you o'erstep not the modesty of nature, for anything so overdone is from the purpose of playing, whose end, both at the first and now, was and is to hold, as twere, the mirror up to nature. Now this overdone, or come tardy off, though it make the unskillful laugh, cannot make the judicious grieve. And that's it. Thanks, Callie. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. You're welcome back anytime. Thank you. Thanks, Taylor. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom. Let it be. And in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom. Let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. Whisper words of wisdom, let it be. And when the broken-hearted people Living in the world agree, there will be an answer, let it be. But though they may be parted, there is still a chance that they will see. There will be an answer, let it be.
And when the night is cloudy There is still a light that shines on me Shine until tomorrow, let it be I wake up to the sound 